Let's start with the housing bubble. That's the thing that everybody talks about, particularly in Washington. Is there a national housing bubble, and should investors shy away from the real estate market right now? Evan, I think absolutely not. There sure are a lot of headlines that would lead people to believe that, but we've got about 340 major real estate markets in the United States, and approximately 60 of them, uh, not even 20%, are uh, what I would call overpriced. But there's a huge area of the country in the Midwest and South, and uh, excluding Florida, I might add, and South and down into Texas where the uh, where properties are very affordable and uh, represent a good a good uh, opportunity for people to buy a home to live in or buy a piece of investment property. Now, I think on the contrary, we've got definitely a buyer's market right now, and it's a perfect time for uh, people who want to become investors to get in and start making offers. Now, this all depends on what part of the country you're from uh, as well, though, of course. I, I talked with the head of the National Realtors Association, and he was talking about how here in the Washington area, you know, uh, houses are worth a lot. The problem with that is no one can sell them and really move around. And so uh, he was uh, kind of hoping that some of the price adjustment would, would bring things back to normal and uh, perhaps admit some movement to the market. Well, I think there's a possibility that that could happen. The uh, National Association of Realtors uh, took it upon themselves to try to determine what the median price for a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath home, 2,200 square feet, a two-car garage in a middle-class middle neighborhood, what that would cost in various areas. And in Washington, it was $791,750. So that is a, that's a very high price. The median price, I might add, in Washington, which includes Alex, uh, Alexandria and Arlington, is about 445000 so again, there's an affordability problem without question in the Washington area. And I, and I would say the same, Evan, in, in Los Angeles and San Francisco and, and Las Vegas and even parts of Florida. Well, I'm very happy that you were able to talk about the Washington area particularly. Uh, what, uh, this, uh, maybe I shouldn't ask you this. I'll do it anyway. You don't have to answer, of course. <laughs> what, what are the best areas in the Washington metro area in which to invest? You know, I, Evan, I'm not, I'm not uh, personally acquainted uh, that much with the Washington area. I spent a lot of time there, but uh, as far as neighborhoods or particular areas. But, you know, people are always saying to me, well, how can anyone afford to buy in Washington, D.C.? And I, and I say, go to, where the, uh, go, go to where the maid at the Marriott lives. Go where the, uh, the uh, clerk at the Walmart lives. I mean, there's, there are areas that are, that are definitely affordable, and it's just a matter of, of, of determining where they are. And, you know, that brings me to a point as well. I think that people who have an interest in, in becoming an investor or in buying a home right now to take advantage of this buyer's market should really, really educate themselves, get to know the market. Uh, as a matter of fact, if I can give out a website, Evan, I have, I've developed a website where I give free tips and strategies for people to, to invest in a market like we have today. Please and do. And before, and before you do that, let me tell you how we work this. In, in order to help people remember that, uh, we have a lot of traffic on our website. We're the only station in Washington with more than a million listeners. So what we do is say, go to WTOPnews.com and click on News Links. There will find the link to your site there. So go ahead and tell us about it. Well, very good. Go to, go to your station's website and then find a link to my website. My website is carlton2006.com. And in this website, I give a lot of free tips and strategies for people to use and in uh, uh, getting started investing in a, in a market like we have today. All right. Now, as we, uh, as we do that, uh, uh, how much money do we need? With, you know, there is a run-up in home prices. Do we need a lot of money uh, to make money in real estate these days? No, I think that's a, that's a fallacy and a misconception that's been around for decades, Evan, and, and, and you really don't. It's possible to buy property 
literally no money out of your own pocket. Now, that doesn't mean the seller doesn't get cash. It just means that, that you don't have to have cash yourself, and there are just a whole variety of ways to do that. Uh, when I first got started in real estate, and I hate to tell you how long it's been, it had been 37 years, almost 38 years ago that I became a real estate investor, uh, I would get partners together and use partners to buy property. And that turned out to be very, very good and very profitable for all of us. I have friends, of course, who buy property, and then they do their own sweat equity, and they resell and do very well for themselves. Absolutely. Um, uh, let's see. Real estate, of course, is not a get-rich-quick investment, is it? No, it really isn't. And I think that is, uh, that is something that a lot of people misunderstood over the last two to three years, and that, in part, is what has driven the market so high because there were an awful lot of speculators who were out in the marketplace buying property and then turning around and flipping the property uh, uh, within three to three to six months. And it's just not, that, that's just not a smart and safe way to do it. I, I never buy a piece of property that will not stand on its own feet and, and paying for itself, paying for the mortgage payments, all the insurance and taxes, and, and uh, break even, at least break even, and hopefully have a, a positive cash flow at the end of the year. Now, interest rates are going to change. How will this, what kind of impact will this have on an investor's ability to make money in the real estate market? Kind of interesting, again, going back to the NAR who ran a, a uh, who published a, uh, an article recently saying that if interest rates ever got up to seven or seven and a quarter percent, that that would cause a retrenching of uh, prices uh, by 15 to 16 percent across the country. And I don't know whether that's true or not, but I know one thing. We, uh, we right now have, have very, very competitive interest rates looking back over the last 20 to 30 years in this country. And today, you can buy in the United States a median price home, which is about $225,000, for less than the cost of buying a property back in 1982 when interest rates were, were uh, 15%. The median price home there was $100,000. It's cheaper today to buy a $220,000 home than it was then to buy a $100,000 home. So obviously, as interest rates go up, it's going to curtail the ability of people to buy property. But we are, uh, at least I am, uh, quite surprised that interest rates are still below 6%, which is a very, very competitive rate. Now, I know the answer to this question, but you may have particulars, and I'd like to hear it in your voice. Uh, How many people own houses today as opposed to people 20, 30 years ago? Do you know, I don't know the answer to that. I know that the number who own properties uh, today is gradually increasing. Uh, yes, I do, too. When you say 20 to 30 years, I forget you're talking about really 1975 and 1980. Uh, there, the number of renters was approximately 36% of the total population. Today, the number of renters uh, who, own, uh, who, who are renting properties to live in is about 30 to 31%. So it's improving. As in so many things, we're doing better than we feel. I think you're exactly right, and that's a great way to put it. And I, and I think our, our, our feelings are, are greatly exacerbated by, by newspaper headlines uh, who are focusing on those uh, parts of the country where we do have uh, an overpriced situation. Washington's one of them, Los Angeles, San Francisco. There are about 60 markets that are overpriced in the country, and these seem to be the markets that the uh, newspapers are focusing on. And I think it gives a... Uh, a feeling to people even in Memphis and Houston that, boy, we're in, a, we're in a terrible market right now, and we're not. As a matter of fact, I think that uh, home prices are expected to appreciate about 39 to 4% this year, uh, and that's not bad considering the fact that uh, 
everyone feels like uh, there's a huge uh, real estate bubble. Hmm. Last question, as uh, we have something, I have someone else coming up, but uh, with all of the adjustable rate and interest-only mortgages that are going on in today's marketplace, uh, what do you think of that? There are also some creative financing, uh, even some uh, some Sharia uh, Islamic-based uh, mortgages. Uh, there, are, there are a lot of different ways people are approaching ways to loan money in order to buy property. Any comment? Uh, I, I sure do have some comments, and I think adjustable rate mortgages are not in themselves bad. But I think that a lot of people who didn't, who who really weren't credit worthy, took advantage of low interest adjustable rate mortgages to, to buy more property than they really could afford. And uh, again, those those uh, adjustable rate mortgages today are are really causing a lot of problems as as the interest rates have gone up uh, about one uh, percent over uh, a year ago or eighteen months ago. Uh, they're about five point nine percent now. I think is the uh, is the annual rate. And uh, many people are having their, their mortgages adjusted and their payments adjusted and are not able to afford it. So uh, uh, that's causing a problem, a major problem in many markets of the country. All right, Carlton Sheets, thank you very much for joining me. I have another interview here, but uh, this was great and it will be very useful to us and our listeners. Thanks a lot. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So long.